Welcome to It's Funny, That Makes It Okay, a podcast where we talk about what we find funny, strange, off the wall, possibly even a rant from time to time. I'm Doug Meeks, my co-host is Greg Daniel, and here we go. Here we go again, another episode coming we, up. We are back, week number three. Yeah, the 27th of January, getting ready to close this month out. Thank goodness, I'm always glad to get January in the books. Hard to believe. We've actually had a pretty mild winter this year, though. That's, yeah, that's a few, few small snowstorms, but nothing nothing major, not like last year. Nope, a little bit of cold this last week, not too bad. Uh, yeah. But yeah, yeah, I'm glad to be back and looking forward to seeing what we got to talk about today. Yep. You got anything to you want to you want to hit before we just jump in or? Well, you know what? Actually, I can. We we've, we've been on a roll here lately of ripping on McDonald's. <laughs> so <laughs> usually it's me who's got the gripe. <laughs> well, it almost can become a weekly thing. I think because I, I do. I go with a friend on Tuesday mornings every week, and uh, you know, most of the time it's all we order is a burrito, so not a whole lot can happen. Although occasionally it still does. But uh, as I was talking about McDonald's this last week to some uh, uh, some family members, they were telling me about being in McDonald's um, recently, in the last few weeks, and they were eating, and they were watching this guy sweep the floor. Oh, good. He's cleaning up. That's, yeah. That's always good. It's keeping like, a place okay, nice and tidy. Yeah, it's looking nice. He's cleaning. Got it looking good. And he comes to a table that had some napkins and crumbs and things left on it. So he stops and he goes to the kitchen and he comes back with a rag and he wipes things down. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> no? No, if, oh. only, if only that could be true. Okay. No, he picked up his broom, mm-hmm. pulled it across the table to clean <laughs> oh the debris gosh. off the table. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean... Th- I don't even know what to how, say with how that. Can you, how can you not rant about that? I mean, it's I mean, like... It's, it's on the, that nasty floor, and then you're going to pick it up and push it across a table where people are going to put their food... Yeah. ...or eat off of. Yep. Not even a different broom. Yeah. Not, not broom. even the table broom. You go get a table broom. Yeah. I don't know about you. We keep a table push broom. <laughs> I, I'm like, what? Uh, who, who are these people? Who does this? Yeah, yeah. So, so that really, I, you know, I don't, I don't know that we'll make this a weekly feature. But if they continue with their ways, it might be. We're gonna try not to. Yeah. So, anyways, <clears throat> also, I'm starting off this week with a rant, and it's McDonald's. So there you go. All right. Was that it, or you said you had a couple, or just that one? No, really, just that one. I mean, because okay. I was there today, you know, today as well, because it was a week ago actually that I was talking to these people about it. Uh, and my complaint today was really not with McDonald's. I just happened to be there, and their although their music was playing for some reason exceptionally loud today, and it was classic rock mixed in with some you know Dolly Parton and some other things, which might lead into something. Yeah, that's going to tie into the next little little. Yeah, thing. so this music's you know pretty loud and blaring. We're trying to have a conversation. And the guy in the booth behind me has his cell phone out and has YouTube on, and I don't know what he's watching. I heard everything from Middle Eastern music, like that kind of stuff, to the Charlie Brown theme song, playing in the booth behind me at very loud volumes. And he's just sitting there looking at it. So I had this music like that going on in my right ear and McDonald's blaring music in my left ear. And I told the guys with me, I said, I'm about ready to bang my head on the table. This is just messing with my brain. (laughs) So you had an enjoyable experience. Oh, it was, it was, it was 
Oh. Awesome as usual at McDonald's. <laughs> you know. Well, way to go, Golden Arches. You know, it's on me. I keep going back. I keep going back. I don't know. <laughs> well, you keep hoping they'll do better. <laughs> That's it. I'm apparently, hoping they do better. Apparently, they're not going to. You know, the thing they got going for them is cheap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Although, even then, sometimes I kind of like, you know what? I'm going to go somewhere else. I know. It's getting it's getting not worth it. But, but the broom thing was pretty disgusting. That is disgusting. So, but, you know, the broom had probably just been in the bathroom. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure it was sanitized. I'm sure it was a brand new, pristine, sanitized broom. <laughs> oh, so he probably okay. used it to sweep down the urinal before he put it on the table. Because <laughs> I'm sure he did that. Lift, <laughs> lifted it up, go around the bowl, go around the, you know, the urinal. <laughs> Maybe oh, do the sink while he's there. Yeah, the nice. faucets. <laughs> nice. Oh yeah, that just is disgusting. So, anyways, that's my McDonald's okay. rant, as I said for the week. Well, what I, I was going to bring up something that we kind of talked about. Not we kind of talked about. We did talk about. <laughs> we kind of uh, talked about it. <laughs> oh, a few episodes back. But yep. the uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame just list. They just came out with their inductees. Flashback. Yep. I, I read that. And um, so I wanted to kind of touch on that and then a little bit of a rant. So the people <laughs> that got in was. Is uh, this going to be a rant week? You think? I, I hope not. <laughs> well, who knows? Maybe. <laughs> but the people that got in are Depeche Mode. The Doobie Brothers, Whitney Houston, Nine Inch Nails, The Notorious B.I.G., and T-Rex. <laughs> Again, Pat Benatar gets snubbed. <laughs> Whether you like her, you don't like I don't know how you can I have like a rock Benatar. and roll Hall of Fame and have Pat Benatar and not get in. And you get Depeche Mode. Yeah, Those are the whiny guys that sing about killing themselves all the time. <laughs> that whiny, you know... People love people. Uh, I just I can't. Know. Not my <laughs> hey, thing. That's, that's rock and roll. That is not rock and roll. And the notorious B.I.G. is a rapper. It's not rock and roll. It's not rock and roll. Whitney Houston, not rock. <laughs> hey, and she's roll. a rocker. <laughs> yeah, so I, I was telling you before there was some music writer that was railing on Pat Benatar and was complaining that all she did was sing lyrics wrote by her producer and can look good on a on a video, and he didn't think she should get in before. People like Warren Zevon or the Go Go's or Dolly Parton. No, Warren Zevon is okay. Yeah, yeah. he was. He did some stuff. And even but, the Go Go's, they had some. You know, their music kind of Dolly rock. Parton. I mean, <laughs> listen, I like Dolly Parton. A lot of her stuff. I, I have a Dolly Parton album. I like Dolly Parton, but she is not Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I don't know how this guy said. Why don't you just make it the Music Hall of Fame? Let's just cut out Rock and Roll. It's Music well, Hall. Well, of they fame. may as well. It is. It, it's Rock and Roll in name only. That's it. Yeah. And it's funny, after you mentioned you were going to talk about, you know, the Hall of Fame again, I went and looked at the uh, Country Music Hall of Fame. I didn't see Snoop Dogg in there, <laughs> you know. I didn't see uh, Bon Jovi in the Country Music well, Hall of Fame. Well, they might get sued for not being inclusive now. They might, because somebody might take aware of that. And then I went and looked, and there actually is a, uh, a New York uh, rap Hall of Fame slash museum, and they've done awards on the BET and things like that. And, uh, yeah, I didn't see, you know, Dwight Yoakam in there. Uh, <laughs> Nor should they be. No. They should be rap. <laughs> rap right. groups should be right. in the Rap Hall of Fame. Yeah, so either make it a Music Hall of Fame, or if you're going to make it Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, you got to quit putting all these different genres in. I mean... Yeah, not that I'll ever go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame anyway, but still, you hear it, it's like, really? I like if you're, you're trying gonna... to get inducted. Yeah. Well, you might. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I probably seem, have a better chance than Pat Benatar, let... apparently. Poor Pat. Again, I like Pat Benatar. Yeah, they seem to let anybody yeah, Judas in. Priest got snubbed. So, you know. Yeah, Judas Priest, they don't rock. Ted Nugent, he's not even been nominated. Well, he's too... Uh, but still, he's rocking... 
I like this. He's too controversial. It's rock and roll. Yeah, it's that, their whole thing terrible. for years is built on how controversial they are and how shocking they are. And it's like, oh, we can't have Ted Nugent. He's <laughs> yeah. too he's too controversial. Yeah, yeah. Too controversial for rock and roll. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's a new one. Uh, but then what do I know? I'm just a local yokel here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I agree with you. Uh, so no argument from me on this one. All right. Well, that was it. Like I said, I was just kind of wanting to go back. They released that, and it kind of stoked that fire. I guess the embers were still burning a little bit, and they had a little little wood to that fire, and it got it stoked up again. So, but uh, I'm gonna switch. It makes me wonder if you got kind oh. of a Pat Benatar thing going on. <laughs> Maybe I do. She's an attractive lady. So, yeah, I always like Pat Benatar, and yes, she does belong in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, and so. she had some great songs. So, yep. Actually, I'm I'm doing this on uh, the behest of my wife. She was a big Pat Benatar fan, so yeah. Um, actually, I didn't listen to a lot of Pat Benatar until I got married, and she liked it. And then I listened. I had to admit, I, I mean, I didn't dislike her when I was younger. Yeah. I just never really listened to her because, like, mm, that's Pat Benatar. So yeah, I mean, but, hit me with your best shot. That's I mean, how much more really like rock and roll could you get? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, she had a bunch of bunch of songs. Yeah, so Love yeah. is a Battlefield. I mean, we won't go on, but yeah, I agree. But so. anyway, I just that was that was kind of my rant. Yeah, yep. Going, but the other day I was driving around, and you know, you, as you often do, as I often do, as I'm often want to do, just driving <laughs> around. No, for my job, I do a lot of driving, so I see billboards. I notice billboards a lot. I notice advertising because it drives me nuts, and when. Commercials, advertising. I always like to watch them, see them, looking. What are, what are they trying? What message are they trying to convey? And what are they really conveying? They may they may miss the mark. Those are the ones I like the best. <laughs> oh, those are the fun ones. So I see this billboard. It's up there, and it has a picture of a woman, and she's kind of shrugging, like I don't know, and like oh okay, and it says billboards work. Period. So it says billboards work. And then underneath of that, it says, ask me how, with the lady shrugging. <laughs> like, how dumb do these people think that their clientele are? They're not going to understand the concept of a billboard. It's a pole with a big board, and we're going to put either a picture or some writing for their company. They're not going to get that. They're not going <laughs> to understand this at all. I would think that's kind of the most self-explanatory, easiest type of advertising to get. Well, maybe in today's day and age, people won't get that. <laughs> But I wonder, are they getting a lot of people calling? Like, yeah, how does this billboard thing work? <laughs> the boss is like, don't push the digital billboard. They're never going to get that concept. <laughs> Let's just do it with the, hey, it's a static picture. It's on a board. Again, this is some of the oldest type of advertising that there Will is. Will I link up with my phone? <laughs> you know, like Kronk back in the cave. Like, oh, fire, yeah. wheel. Tumsy Kronk. It started way back then. I think we've seen it before. I think, like... Billboards should be again easy to understand, and I would think that they would be kind of going back up as far as people putting their money into it. Because if you buy ads for TV, you've got streaming services, so I don't have to watch commercials for that, or very many, unless it's you know YouTube or Hulu, and you don't upgrade and upgrade, and then you're going right. to watch commercials. Uh, the radio, you've got all kinds of streaming services for that, but in the car, you're stuck, so you're going to see these billboards again. I just didn't know what, what are they asking? What? I want to only subscribe to certain billboards. <laughs> Maybe you can't. I can get rid of that one. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to see that one. Maybe I'll pay extra. I won't have any billboards. I'll just drive down the road with yeah. no billboards. Get our ad-free drive. 
So, but it did make me think. I mean, somebody must have called and say, "So, tell me about these billboards. How do these things work? What is it? Do I have to pay like a certain amount when I see one?" It's like, no, you just put it yeah, in pay per view. If I want to see a billboard, if I want to see a billboard, do I have to pay for that, or is it something that's just going to show up? <laughs> so. Billboard placement's weird too. When I, sometimes when I'm thinking about it, when I'm driving down the road, like how far off the road some of them are. It's like way over in the middle of this field. There's a billboard. It's like who's that for? <laughs> yeah, and maybe it's just my age now. But some of them, I even I have to like squint. Like, what is that? What is that sitting for? It's a picture of pancakes, but I don't know if it's for a restaurant. It <laughs> yeah. could be for insurance company now or something. I don't know. Yeah, we stack up your savings or something like that. Like that's that's very difficult for me to understand. Have you ever been on a, like a vacation and you're driving along and you get hungry and it's like breakfast? You, so let's say you left at like three a.m. You're on a long trip and it gets to be about six or seven in the morning and you're like, man, I'm really hungry and you're kind of in the middle of nowhere and all of a sudden you see a billboard coming on the horizon and all of a sudden you see it's got pancakes and gravy and and you read it and it's like. Exit 43, 52 miles ahead. Why are you putting a billboard 50 miles ahead of where you're going to turn? Oh, you give yourself time. I wouldn't think the rate of return would be real great for that. (laughs) Well, well, our exit's in 10 miles, but I'm going to drive the extra 43 to get those biscuits because I'm starving. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I've done that where I've been driving. It's like I'm hungry. It's like, oh, that's 50 miles ahead. (laughs) So, well, that... This whole thing, again, this is just how my mind works, I guess. So as I was thinking about billboards and was looking into that, I started seeing commercials and some old commercials. And then I got into the, the YouTube rabbit hole of where you know, click on one and pretty soon I'm I'm down four or five levels into it. Oh, yeah. And I've been watching. But I, the first one that I I'm gonna, I want to talk on here is one that I came up with. I saw High Karate. Now, I don't know. A lot of people may not know High Karate was a popular aftershave for yep. men in the 70s, probably 60s and 70s. I can still picture the bottle, yep. yep. The black, and it's got like Japanese writing or yep. something on it. <laughs> but but the commercial, it shows a guy, and he splashes some on, and he knocks on the door, and the woman answers it. She, he goes, well, I thought we'd go to dinner. And she goes, oh, okay. And she kisses him alone. She goes, oh, you smell great. And she grabs and tackles him. <laughs> Well, he starts spinning her off. He's like doing karate chops on her neck, throwing her through over the table. He, she knocks him. In this day and age, you could never have a commercial where some guy's beating this woman, just beating the crap out of her. And the, the announcer says, high karate is so powerful, it drives women out of their mind. In fact, we had to put instructions on self-defense in every package. <laughs> I'm like, really? First off, yeah, because I think that's what the woman is just throwing herself at the guy. <laughs> You're going to take me now. And second, if that happens to a guy, how many of them are fighting her off? If we're going to be honest. You're, you're not fighting that off. You're like, hey, the aftershave is working. Yeah, it's doing it's exactly what I thought do. it was going to do. Like, no, I put this on. I was going to go on a date. I had no idea this was going. What are you doing, lady? Why is your hand on my leg? I might have tried some high karate in the late 70s. Didn't work. <laughs> Didn't work. Huh? Nobody nope. attacked. I did not try any high karate. <laughs> so it was a little bit before my time. I was there, but when it came around, it was more, that was a brute. Brute 33, Fabergé. <laughs> that was the big one when I was there. Yeah, old so, Brute 30, yeah. yeah the green, old the green bottle. So Yeah, I remember the Brute 33. Polo was popular. Yeah, Polo. Yeah, Brute did not work. Um I will tell. Aqua I will tell a little advertise a little story. This is a sign of uh, 
that it, it does work when some advertising or, I don't know, word of mouth gets around or if certain things happen, uh, how weak, I'll just say men because I can't speak for women, how weak men are. <laughs> because I was at Keesler Air Force Base. It's not going to be the squirrel story. No, right? no, oh, okay. no squirrels in this one. No, but we were... They attacked. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that was the only thing I've ever gotten attacked by. It's a squirrel. <laughs> no, that was from another episode. Yeah, last no, week. Yes. So we were getting ready to go out, me and a couple buddies, and uh, we're getting ready to go. And one of the guys like, here, you need to try my aftershave. I'm like, I'm not putting any aftershave on. And my roommate's like, yeah, I'm not either. He goes, listen, my girlfriend got this for me. She loves it. Women love this stuff. I'm like, oh, give me a break. <laughs> He's like, no, really, you need to try it. It's called Eternity, and I'd never heard of it at that time. This was like 90. So I'm like, all right, whatever. Just give me a squirt. So I squirted some on. And we went out to dinner, uh, the three of us, and then we went to the movies. And we go up. I'm the first in line between the three of us, and there's a, a young lady there taking our tickets or asking, you know, taking our money, getting us tickets. I walked up, and I said, well, yeah, I need uh, one ticket to the show, whatever show we were going to go see. And she said, oh, that'll be whatever. And she stopped, and she goes, what are you wearing? And I looked and I looked at my shirt and I'm like, I just, you know, the t-shirt. She goes, no, that cologne. What is that cologne? I'm like, it's eternity. She goes, I love how that smells. Then <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't have made a commercial any better. <laughs> yeah. I started punching her and knocked her out of the window. No, no. So, so my roommate looks at me. So after the, uh, after the movie, the next day we went to the mall. We both bought a bottle of eternity. Oh, like, of course. <laughs> It, it didn't do any more for us than that, but because I, I no women just came on to me after that with the with the bottle, but still it worked because we're like, wow, it does work. It's a magical linkser. <laughs> I got a comment, so, which meant a lot. Back yes, then. oh yeah, I, I didn't do anything with it, but I got it. <laughs> well, while you're talking about cologne, I've got a small cologne story too. It's kind of funny. Um, I used to work at Walgreens, and I was an assistant manager there, and I had a. Uh, you know, my cosmetician went on break. So I said, oh, I'll cover the counter for you while you go on break. I'll watch your department. So she leaves and goes on break. About five minutes later, these two guys come walking up to the counter. And I'm standing there talking to them for a little bit. And all of a sudden, I realize it's Lou Graham and the lead guitar player from Foreigner. Oh. And they're standing at the cosmetic counter talking to me. <laughs> and I, I realize it. And I, I go, you guys are Foreigner. And they're like, yeah. And they, they were here for the Heart of Illinois Fair. And I said, you were the first concert I ever saw in 1977. And they're like, where at? And I'm like, at Bradley University. And they're like, whoa, man, that's a long time ago. And uh, then they go, <laughs> he, he goes, do you got any uh, tester colognes you could give us? It's like, that's when their career must really be going down. because <laughs> They're playing the Heart of Illinois Fair. We want some free sample cologne. <laughs> Can we get free cologne testers? Ah, the life of a rock star. <laughs> These guys got to be worth millions. And they're, they're like, can I have some, uh, do you have any? So I bring out the tray of testers and they're like rifling through them. They pick out about three and go off. I figured they just swooped all of them into a bag. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. We'll see you. And about what that about time, any inspired food? You got some of that? <laughs> <laughs> and about that time, Cold as Ice came on the music. <laughs> oh, that's got to be a low point for you. Doesn't it? <laughs> I'm taking free tester aftershave from a guy at Walgreens, and one of my top hits is playing on the music. <laughs> it's uh, not even us. It's some instrumental version. <laughs> But it was funny. I mean, I, it was just wild. You know, first you have this brush with 
you know, stardom. I mean, these yeah. guys were, you know, big band in the in the late seventies through the eighties, and and then you were crushed when you realized. I'm this, were you an assistant manager? At that the, time, I was an assistant. I'm manager, an assistant yeah. manager at Walgreens, and I'm doing better than they are. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, that's my little. Uh, brush. Did they ask you, "Are you guys hired?" <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh my goodness! Well, okay, back to the commercials. Yeah, so back to the so I had that one. Then uh, I don't know if you're familiar. La Tigra, the La Tigra polo shirts yep, that yep. were around in the '80s, and they have the. A little tiger on it. Yeah. And the little song was, hold that tiger, yep. hold that tiger. And, and they had the eyes odds, too, with the, yeah. the alligators. And Yeah, but but the tiger one was, if you wear this shirt, they said, women can't keep their hands off of you. <laughs> and the commercial, and again, I'll post some of these out there. The commercial shows a guy, he's on a, a picnic date with his girlfriend, and the bushes are moving because there's two <laughs> women dressed up like bushes, and they're trying to get up there to grab hold of him. Another guy's at the gym working out. I don't know why he's working out in a tiger shirt, but he is. <laughs> oh, and the women are like, the oh, and they're grabbing at him while he's trying to lift weights. I had a tiger shirt. And guess what? It did not work. That is <laughs> that is not truth in advertising. That is false advertising because I it did the opposite. It drove the women away. <laughs> I'm uh, saying it was the shirt that drove him away. Well, if you had coupled La Tigre with some high karate... Oh, I'd have been unstoppable. You probably would have, you know, been swarmed. I don't know if I would have survived. You probably wouldn't have. <laughs> But anyway, uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go on to another one I I found and Special K, yeah, the Special K cereals are out there. And back when it first came out, or when I first heard, I don't know how long it was out, but the the ones I remember, the early '80s, they had the Special K Pinch and Inch. Yeah, that was the whole those. program, and I had a woman, and she was all <laughs> upset, and the, the, her husband's like, "Honey, what's wrong?" She goes, "Well, they said if you can pinch an inch, that you need to lose some weight." Well, I tried it today, and I could pinch an inch. And he's like, oh, well, that's okay. And there's another one that shows, you know, a woman, she's weighing herself and eating, trying to get down. And the, the final one that I really like is the woman, she comes out to the patio and she's carrying a, a tray with some stuff on it. And she walks by her husband. Her husband grabs her side and pinches an inch. And she looks at him and like, smiles like, oh, you. But no. But that's why she's like, oh, you. He's like, it's okay, honey. You just need to lose a little. You get a little pudgy. Why don't you try some Special K? <laughs> but that was the retro one. And when I was watching that one, it shows a current one. Or one was from like a year ago. And I'm sure it was years. identical. Oh, yes. Yes. A bunch of women who are self-conscious about how they look and yeah. are worried about pleasing their man to make themselves look better. It's <laughs> exactly what it was. I, I figured that probably was it. Yes. No, this current one, it shows a, shows a woman and actually a bunch of different women. It shows one with a... A baby. It shows one jogging and boxing and all this, you know, self empowerment stuff. Yep. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying that's no. what it shows. No. Uh, so please, you'll get mad at me, but that's fine. <laughs> this isn't us. This is the advertisers right. that are doing this. So this says, and it starts out. It says, "Women are amazing," and it has a woman saying this. We grow babies, run marathons, companies solve problems. How do we do it? We fuel ourselves with eating strawberries, nuts, and Special K. <laughs> so, the, so if I eat Special K, I guess I can have a baby? I guess you could. Run a company? I can do I anything. You could fuel yourself. I can be just like a woman. <laughs> I can eat some Special K and just be like a woman. That's all it takes. That's the only Especially thing that makes a woman special. I see that. <laughs> That's what makes a woman special. Before it's just, you know, undefined humanoid... She's a special K. 
She's a superwoman now. I'm really surprised they can even still call it Special K. That's kind of like <laughs> promoting K as the best of the alphabet. That's Is it the best? They're excluding all the other letters. What's about Special Z? Well, or is it sarcastic? Like, oh, that's Special K. <laughs> well, that, that could be too. Yeah. That's the least favorite alphabet or letter of the alphabet. It's we're, Special K. We're making K. fun of it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't forget about Special K. <laughs> So, anyway, again, just some stupid commercial. I got a couple others here. I was going to touch. Yeah, on. as I, I went down the through. as I went down the rabbit hole, and we may have even talked about this at some point. But way back when the Flintstones, and I love the Flintstones, yep. so always have. Still like the Flintstones. I'm not embarrassed to even say I will watch the Flintstones if I can ever oh, find I them will. on. Uh, Flintstones, Bugs Bunny. When they I'm first there. came out, their big sponsor was Winston Cigarettes. Yep. And there's a Flintstone Winston cigarette ad, and I'll try to put this out here too. But it starts off, and it's got it's got Wilma and Betty, and they're out working. Wilma's mowing. Betty's beating rugs that she's trying to clean out on the line, and Barney and Fred are standing, leaning on the fence. <laughs> and he goes, he goes. Uh, Fred says, "Well, they sure work hard, don't they, Barney?" <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, I I hate to see them work so hard." And Fred said. Me too. Let's go up around back where we can't see him. <laughs> and they go back and they're sitting there and he goes, you want to take a nap? Nah. You want to make this really special? A big Winston. And they both pull out a Winston and they start smoking it. <laughs> it's hilarious. Can you imagine that now? Oh my goodness. They would have a they would have a conniption if you tried to sell cigarettes. Oh, there'd be a field day. Man. <laughs> of course, now it would be uh, vaping. Yeah, vaping. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, but speaking of the cigarettes, I saw this at a gas station as well. Another advertisement. On the gas pump themselves, they have a little advert. Sometimes they'll have a little, a mini billboard, if you will. Yeah. (laughs) Up above. Because you drive by it and see it. Yes. So they advertise different things, snack cakes, you know, Little Debbie. Yeah. Whatever. Well, there's advertising these cigarettes. And it's American spirit. And it has like, it looks like an American Indian type motif and I, I can't remember if there's like a Indian headdress looking thing on it or something but they're little it's an American spirit made with 100% organic tobacco ooh organic <laughs> I'm like I'm looking at that like you know I have to smoke that for my health now it's yeah. organic it's 100% organic it's, it's not like those me. other cigarettes <laughs> it's great for me it's wonderful for me jeez Oh, and then I've got one more. Yeah, so go I'll ahead. I'll throw then, it out there. Yep. I saw this picture at Walmart for extra gum. They had a mm-hmm. big display of it. They're selling it. And on the side it says extra gum, and it shows a woman sitting there. I don't know if she's at a library, whatever. I What's got it got picture. extra of? Focus. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> because what it says, it says, Psst. like it's a big secret. It says, gum can help you stay focused. I don't know if they just make that up. They just going to throw that out there. Because how did they study that? There was no study cited or anything. So I think we can just start saying, you know what? Our podcast will make you lose weight, get in shape, be sexier. Look at that. You can do all kinds of stuff because you're listening to this podcast. Well, you know it's funny. I was we uh, we went to the local Chinese buffet for lunch today. My wife and I. Yeah. And um, after we got done, she she kind of is of the opinion a lot of times that after we eat a big meal like that. That gum, when she chews gum, it, for some it helps her like 
She just feels like she digests better or something like that. And I, I believe it was a piece of extra gum that she gave me. And you know what? I was laser focused on my drive home. <laughs> Were you? Yeah. And you know, my ADDness, I'm uh, kind of all over the place. So I just felt like, man, I'm in the zone. Must have been the extra gum. It might have been. Things flowed down. You could see everything coming oh, right at you. I was just in the zone. Driving. I might have to buy some and try it now. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe extra gum should be a sponsor of this wonderful podcast. Yeah. You'll be able to laser in on those billboards as you're driving too. But I don't know if you remember, and I don't even remember what the gum was. This also made me think back in the day, in the 80s, they had some gum advertising campaign that was out there. And their big thing was, you know, four out of five dentists recommend blank gum, whatever right. it was. I don't remember what it was. but Dentine, maybe. Yeah, four out of five dentists recommend dentine gum to their patients. It says, who chew gum? <laughs> it's a whole, I like so, that afterthought. I do, too. Who chew gum? The dentist like, hey... Dennis, can I chew gum? Oh, no. we It's awful for your teeth. Do not chew gum. But if I was going to chew gum, listen, don't chew it. But if I... Okay. If you were going to chew gum, which we don't recommend, but if you were, then this type of gum would be the least harmful to you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ah, see? Now you've recommended it. No, I did not recommend it. <laughs> yeah. I remember... It seemed like there were tons of commercials back then where it was four out of five dentists. That's like, do you think it was always the same fifth one? Do you think he was just a, uh, you know, a negative Nelly kind of guy? You know, he was I'm not approving this. He was. And one thing I did notice too, if you, if I, as I started looking back at the old commercials, old commercials tended to give you a lot of facts. There was a lot of, I mean, you know, four to five dentists, or, or this car would do had this horsepower, or this would, uh, you know. This detergent was able to get stains out and things. Right. Now, it's more about feelings or nothing. It'll just show like pictures of flour and clean water and <laughs> like sky and a cloud. It's like, what is this commercial for? And it's like, <laughs> oh, it's for Lysol. I'm like, what? <laughs> they don't really, you know, it's there's all no about, facts about it. No, there's no facts. It's just like, you will feel really wonderful if you use our product. <laughs> I don't know. I just my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, times have changed with yes, those advertising. Have. And I, I've i actually got a few, too, that when you mentioned this, you know, there were uh, commercials that you couldn't play today. I looked up a few from the, I think most of these are from the 1960s again. Um, the first one was by uh, by Goodyear Tires. And the commercial starts out, it's a, a dreary, it's a rainy night, and this woman is driving her car. So I'm trying to figure out how a Goodyear Tire commercial could be inappropriate. So this one's going to well, be interesting. Right? <laughs> so she's driving along. And all of a sudden, their tire punctures and goes flat. Okay. And like I said, it's storming and stuff. She gets out of the car, puts a jacket on, and it shows her walking down the road. And it says, Goodyear, when there's no man around. (laughs) 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 And And then it pans to her, like, almost to, I guess, where she's walking. And then once again, it says, when there's no man around. Goodyear should be. And it was like a for a puncture-proof tire they were promoting back then. But no, the woman couldn't change the tire. You know, she needed a good man around to change. Well, was it wrong? or <laughs> I don't know. Is, is the commercial wrong? Uh, I'm not going to answer. <laughs> I'm trying to get you to, get, to go one way here or another. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I won't answer that. <laughs> okay. I just, but you're right. You can never say that. Although I don't think my wife's ever changed the tire. <laughs> <laughs> now it'd have to be some man wouldn't know how. 
Yeah. And it'd probably be true because <laughs> a lot of uh, younger people, and I hear I go, younger people, <laughs> they don't know how to do a lot of the, stick the simple tasks. Stick shift? Yeah. yeah. A lot of them don't know how to drive a stick shift. You know what I was thinking about? basic stuff. You know, we had some snow last week, and this is kind of off this topic, but talking about cars. And I was thinking about autonomous cars. What do you think they'll do on slick roads? Crash. Yeah, I mean... (laughs) I don't know. Will they be able to make them where they can break properly and not... You know, how does it know if it's black ice or if it's, you know... (laughs) I picture all these Teslas just going... Spinning out of control. (laughs) Just spinning down the road. Literally spinning three, six. Yeah. So that gives you people something to think about as you're getting your uh, autonomous cars. That's right. So anyways, so that was the first one. Good year. Uh, Next one was, and I probably don't need to say a whole lot about it, but it was for Frito's corn chips. It was Frito Bandito. Oh, yeah. You (laughs) could never. I, 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 I am the Frito Bandito. I always liked that song. (laughs) I I didn't think anything bad about it, but yeah, you couldn't. That goes along with the ancient Chinese secret. Yeah. I mean, you know, ethnic kind of stereotypes or stereotypes. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. Uh, So, yeah, you couldn't do the Frito Bandito. No, you couldn't do that. You couldn't do the ancient Chinese secret. And then one other one I had was there was a deodorant called Fresh Stick. And this is for that one. Okay. And it starts out, and it's this woman, very professional looking, and in, you know, black rim, horn rim glasses. And, you know, she looked young, but wearing stylish with these type of glasses. And she's typing on a typewriter. And she keeps looking over at the camera, and she's like she's talking to, to someone. And she goes, I've tried it. I've done what you said. I've used it every day. And, and then she goes, but my boss still hasn't asked me out. <laughs> and oh, was, yeah, and hashtag me too. That's, that's got so many things wrong with it, you could never do that one. <laughs> yeah, so Fresh Stick Deodorant was the name of that one. So, uh, so yeah, those are commercials that you could not play today. So. Oh, my gracious. Yeah. No, you could not. You could not play that at all. All right. Well, so I, it's, I think... Uh, we brought up some good good commercials that should not be on any longer, and uh, or that could not be on any longer. That's for sure. Yeah, I could not, and it goes along with so many things. Like like I still I watched I was watching some Bugs Bunny the other day. I know that's my maturity level, <laughs> but I'm watching Bugs Bunny, and I think it was on YouTube. I was trying to find a clip from my grandson of one that he likes, and they and then YouTube just rolled over, and of course it rolled over to. To ones that like where Bugs Bunny had a cell phone, it's like wow, that's a new. I haven't seen any of this. And it's so lame without them like you know smacking each other or you know falling off cliffs or having sticks of dynamite in their fur that they pull out. It was just like this is really boring and lame. Yeah. So, anyways, now Daffy, how do we resolve conflict? Yeah. <laughs> do we hit people with a hammer? No. No. And your bill will never be knocked off. No, we apologize. So, How did that make you feel when Elmer shot you in the face? <laughs> oh, no, Elmer can shoot him in the face. Oh. <laughs> well, I'm talking about in the past. Yes, in the past. Yeah. How does that make you feel 50 years ago when Elmer was blowing your bill off? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Okay, so that's the commercials. Uh, what else you got? I know you mentioned... All right, well, I got a couple of news stories here I thought we'd touch on and just kind of go over. One that caught my attention, it said, Disney characters inappropriately touched and groped. Okay, so that they were talking about this on the radio. 
And then uh, the story came up in my newsfeed, so I thought, oh, I'm going to read about that. Because I thought, you know, that's... I'm thinking Disney, like, princesses that were, mm-hmm. you know, brought in. And granted, that one of them was a Disney princess that some guy groped, and he got arrested. Right, okay. and he should. Yeah. <laughs> but then as I read on, the majority of the other cases were actually, like, the characters. Like, people inside the big, bulky costumes. <laughs> it says a character, Mickey Mouse... Minnie Mouse and Donald Duck have all filed complaints. So I was like, what? How does this even happen? One, it says a woman was there with her grandkids. Are you sure they weren't the ones groping? I I don't know. (laughs) But it says a woman was there with her grandkids, and one of the grandkids was scared of the Mickey Mouse, so she was patting it on the head. And uh, the woman who played Mickey Mouse said that she suffered neck injuries and had to go to the hospital because the grandmother kept patting the character's head. How hard was she patting it? (laughs) With a baseball bat? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe she needed to watch the new Looney Tunes and she would know not to do that. Sensitivity training on handling. (laughs) Yeah, so it said that and it said the the employees who have played Donald Duck and Mickey Mouse said they were also groped by visitors. Okay, I wouldn't even know where to grope a Mickey Mouse or a Minnie Mouse hat. <laughs> and let's be honest, Donald Duck is running around with no pants on. Yeah, he's been He's kind of asking for it at that point, right? <laughs> you need to throw some pants on if you don't want to be groped. <laughs> but I just read that. I'm like, really? The characters are being... Not like the princess characters, the big, bulky, suited <laughs> characters. I think you said, how would you even know if somebody groped you? Where would... I, well, yeah, you're... You wouldn't this- be able to feel anything in that suit. Probably got a grope mind. Well, you're going to have to really grope. (laughs) 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 Like, oh, I'm being groped. (laughs) Somebody help me. (laughs) But yeah, I just, I don't know. That was uh, a little off to me. I thought that was weird. (laughs) Yes, that that is weird. And if you are somebody who's groping, what are you, why are you groping Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck? Well, I think last week we talked about my strange obsession. Well, maybe that's it. (laughs) Maybe that's it. Maybe you got some guy there who's, uh, whose obsession is groping large stuffed animals and he probably goes to parades and like (laughs) gropes parade floats. (laughs) (laughs) Football games, grab the mascot. (laughs) He's banned from all of. Sporting events that have a mascot, he can't take. He can't control himself. <laughs> oh my gracious! Oh, all right. Okay. What else you got? All right. Well, the next story. I'm just going to read the headline. So, two men and a goat are outside an adult video store, and then things get weird. <laughs> I was like, I saw that headline. I'm like, all right, I got to read this one now because this is just too much. <laughs> Says a man stole a pickup with a sleeping passenger and a goat inside. And drove all the way from Missouri to Oklahoma before releasing the terrified victim and animal and eventually being arrested. Maybe the animal was terrified too. They didn't say yeah, that. Yeah, they didn't say that. So I don't know if it was terrified victim and animal or terrified victim and animal. Yeah, the animal was like, whatever. So anyway, <laughs> according to the arrest report, two men in a truck parked outside of an adult video store in Carthage, Missouri. The driver went inside the store and the passenger fell asleep. When the passenger awoke, a masked man was driving the truck and pointing a gun at his head. The carjacking suspect was 40-year-old Brandon Kirby, who drove from Missouri through Kansas during the 130-mile ordeal. Kirby took methamphetamine, pistol-whipped the victim, and continually threatened him, according to the arrest report. He was eventually arrested in Sand Springs, Oklahoma, after he let 
the passenger and goat out of the truck. The victim then called nine one one. Says you Kirby, leave, but I'm keeping the goat. Kirby, that's right. <laughs> Kirby was jailed on suspicion of kidnapping, pointing a firearm, and being a felon in possession of a firearm. Jail records did not list that the attorney who might speak on his behalf. So uh, anyway, I read that story. <laughs> I have a lot of questions about this story. <laughs> yeah, the- <laughs> like before this even happened, what? was going on because it was like two in the morning so what's going on with these guys where they decided at two in the morning you know i need to get into the adult video store the adult bookstore you want to go yeah let's get going and then one of them who like, let me get my goat first i'll be like whoa whoa i don't know what you think is going to happen but i don't need a goat to ride along with me maybe the goat was there for protection and just didn't do a good job but maybe he was or maybe they was getting something for the goat. Maybe the goat likes stuff from the store. Uh, I have does, no yeah. idea. <laughs> hey, while you're in there, did yeah. you pick me up? <laughs> but yeah, so why? Or or did the one guy want to go to the adult bookstore? <laughs> he wanted some horny goat weed. I think he did. <laughs> maybe the one guy wanted to go to the adult bookstore. The other guy didn't go. Ah, I'll ride along with you as long as we can take my goat. <laughs> and how long was the guy in the store that the other guy was sleeping? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he had to browse. Maybe he's reading all the descriptions. You can't make a decision. There's too many choices. And then, I like how it says, the man woke up, and the other guy was already driving. So right. he, he was asleep he for a while. The goat didn't even buy. Or... No. No, the goat just slept right through it along with the man, I guess. I don't know. That's a lousy security goat. So, anyway. Yeah, two men, two men and a goat and an adult video store. Nice. Nice. <laughs> so there is your crazy story for the week. That's funny. But that kind of wraps well, up everything. It is that Missouri. I it is Missouri. You never know what's going to happen. We need to sometime look up. I guess if you go into like Google and type in in Florida, all kinds of stories will pop because of all the things that happen in Florida. Yeah, I've also heard they do that with Florida man and a date. You put Florida man and some date. Oh, maybe that's also, what it was. Yeah. It'll also pop that up. Well, either way, but. <laughs> Yeah, so there you go. That kind of wraps up everything that I had on the list that I thought we could talk about today. Yeah, I um, really didn't have much to add to it. I just I liked some of the topics. I liked the uh, the commercials. Um, I, you know, it's funny. I, I'm actually I'm going to go back a little bit. This isn't really with the commercials, but when I was doing looking up for the commercials, there was a commercial. And I'm sorry, this is going back to an earlier segment here, but there was a. There was a commercial for an NBC show, NBC show, NBC show in 1980 called Women Who Rate a 10. <laughs> and, and it had no like all these pop like Erica Strada was in it and all all these different people He's not were a in. Woman. <laughs> well, I know. Is he? Maybe he was rating. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Which is wrong. <laughs> so that show that's I really didn't I didn't get a chance to write. I want to hear the pitch for this. We're just going to get a bunch of beautiful women come up, and we're going to have guys just judge them. Yeah. Well, like a beauty contest? No, just like normal women. We're just going to say they're a 10, they're a 9. Six, oh, they're nine, a 6. Eight. <laughs> so it's funny because then as I was clicking, I was trying to find some information about that show, and there was some article about it, but I really didn't get a chance to finish that up. But I did find a Forbes article from April of 2019, and it's a new scale to rate women. And six. Oh, they get too heavy for the old one? <laughs> it says. That's going to get me in trouble. <laughs> it says six is the new 10. See if you understand this as I read it, okay? Does that mean someone who is a six 
then we have to look at them as a 10? Or the 10 actually now is a 6? Well, this article is written by a female lawyer. (laughs) So you can assume. (laughs) So anyways, she goes, No, I am not referring to the repulsive 1 to 10 scale men use to rate the attractiveness of women. I am referring to a scale that could increase your chances of advancing in your career and secure the promotion and compensation you deserve. According to research published in the American Psychological Sociological Review, a six-point, as opposed to the usual ten-point scale, could cut the gender bias in performance ratings. The number ten is linked to qualities like genius and brilliance, which triggers a bias that favors men. Researchers found that a six-point scale or smaller... <laughs> <laughs> or smaller scale range does not elicit these bias expectations. Won't whatever you make the top one be elicit the same res- results or the same thoughts, right? You it's would like, think. okay, we're not going to grade things in A, B, C, and F anymore. A, B, C, D, and F, because that's that's two. We're gonna we're gonna do one, two, three, four. Well, if I, if a one is the same as an A, then if you get all ones, then they're oh, he's a smart kid. No. <laughs> yeah. We can't look at him like that because he's just ones. Oh, he's number one. That's why we can't use ones. Throw one out. <laughs> so everybody so, is a four. Yeah, you're all fours. But it goes on. It goes on to say while scales are supposed to be impartial ways to evaluate a person's work, research shows that scales are still biased. On traditional ten point scales, for example, even when men, women and men have equal qualifications and behave similarly, men's performance is rated higher than women. Whether you dislike, whether you like or dislike numbers, ratings, or scales, they exist and are used all the time. If you can't get around scales, change them. Create an opportunity to evaluate genders under more equal conditions with these two steps. One, share the information with your manager. You are reading this article, so you have learned about the study and the six-point <laughs> scale. Now share it. Share it with your colleagues. Share the information with your manager, knowing that the study is helpful. Even more helpful is when your manager knows about the six-point scale and applies it. And then two, start using a six-point scale with your direct reports. If you manage people, use the scale. When people are when people see a different scale, they will take notice. Your reports may start using the scale with their reports. Did this woman copyright six-point scale? She's just trying to see how many times that we can get it to say it. We're going we're to pay a fee every time we say six-point scale. Maybe. What the heck is she talking about? <laughs> Oh, this is so confused. I am so confused. This is more confusing than us trying to figure out a bra last week, the last episode. And I was confused at the end of that. Yeah. And she goes, she says, you can start the chain reaction. If your organization currently requires qualitative, qualitative, I can't say it, qualitative, 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 yeah, performance <laughs> reviews that are on a 10 point scale, you may have, you may have to use the model, use the six point scale as well and include this information. Well, I'm going to give her idea a one, and that's on a six-point or a ten-point scale. I don't care which scale it is. It's a one. Oh, my goodness. So stop trying to reach for a ten out of ten. And I'm not trying to be mean, but if she made this up, you know she wasn't a ten, right? Because she's mad about this. So she's like, we need to get rid of the tens. If she was a ten, she'd be all happy with ten. Yeah. And I'm not a ten. I'm a nine and a half. (laughs) When I read that, I was just like, and this is in Forbes. I mean, this is a respected, you know, somewhat. I guess I don't know. I don't. I am not sure what she's talking about. Yeah. Well, how does changing it to a six? Okay, guys, you're going to be tens. The girls are going to be sixes. <laughs> because this lady wanted to... tens are 
going to ten is way too confusing for women. <laughs> we need to scale that down. I just don't even get... As I read that, I was just I was blown away because like, I do not get what she's even saying. And maybe that's my problem. <laughs> so, so they so they wouldn't have a movie 10 anymore now. It would no, it would be 6. six. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bo Derek and 6. And now what? you're going to see guys sitting around in the bar going, ooh, she's a 6. <laughs> she used to be a 10. <laughs> then I read this article. Yeah, that said she's anywhere between a 6 and a 4. <laughs> she could be a 7 if it went that high. Yeah. Oh goodness! So let's overcomplicate everything. So so yeah, that was kind of a kickback to the earlier segment, but uh, that was found on based on the show about women um, who rate a. Now that was a rabbit hole. (laughs) Yes, you really went off the the scale. (laughs) So all right, so let's let's move on. I would give this episode a seven or a six. (laughs) Better be a six. We don't want to, you know. Over, you know. Well, we're men, we're, so we're going to go 10. We're not scared of the number 10. We'll rate ourselves a 10. <laughs> yeah. And we'll probably get negative 10 likes on it. Oh, well. We're having fun. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on and let's see what we got coming up this week. All right. The holidays we have to celebrate right. this week. What do we got? Well, on Monday, the 27th of January. Yep. You can have your cake and eat it too. It's chocolate cake day. Mm, like some chocolate not cake. Not white cake, not yellow cake with chocolate frosting. It's chocolate cake day. So you need to make a chocolate cake, get you a big old slice of it and sit down and eat a big old slice of chocolate cake. Maybe a glass of milk. My dad always liked a big old glass of milk with his chocolate cake. So yeah. he needs you some chocolate cake. And uh, Did he dunk it? He... With he'd put it on his fork and put it in the. My dad dunked all of it. Yeah, stuff. see, I'm not a dunker. Yeah. I, I can go for the chocolate cake. So. But. And a little did you know that chocolate cake, as we know it, first appeared in 1847 in the ladies' recipe book. I'm not being sexist. Was it on page? Not six? that there's anything <laughs> wrong with being sexy, <laughs> but that was the name of it, the ladies' recipe book. They weren't woke back in 1847. No, they weren't. If it had to do with cooking, it was the ladies' job. Yep. So if you have a problem, you need to write 1847, not me. <laughs> Go back in time. Go back in time. All right. So that's Monday. Well, on Tuesday, the 28th, we have something that's kind of difficult to do. Have fun at work day. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what what can you do? Let's see. It says many people spend a good portion of their lives at work. So why should they not try to enjoy it on fun at work day? Why? Is there a reason? I don't have one. People who incorporate fun into their work environment have greater job satisfaction and increased productivity. Let your imagination be the leader as you start your quest for fun things to do at work. Like maybe implementing a six rating scale. (laughs) That could be fun. Um, Especially when you start rating people. (laughs) That's right. They never get mad. No. Um, You know, so... Get your boss and coworkers involved in the planning. Oh, yeah. There's nothing the boss likes more than, hey, we're going to use our imagination today and have some fun at work. <laughs> yeah. uh, one might consider riding a tricycle down the hallway. <laughs> Who writes this stuff? Who comes up with these days that they, you know what, this is a good idea. Let's see how many people we can get fired. You know what? I would love to see somebody out there riding a tricycle down the hallway. Take a picture and send it to us, please. <laughs> 
I don't even have message us on Facebook, Instagram, <laughs> Twitter, or send it to it's funny at comic.com. I would love to see that. That would be hilarious. Hopefully with your boss pushing you. That would be yeah. better. After you've informed him of what's going to go on for yeah. the day. And holding up a six, because you are a six in our <laughs> eyes. Another idea would be to wear silly hats. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think you should get a big Lincoln stovetop hat that day and wear it into work. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, we are in the land of Lincoln. I could we are in the land of Lincoln. <laughs> so, anyways... Have fun at work on Tuesday. Oh, my gracious. All right, Wednesday, the 29th of January, it's Puzzle Day. Puzzle Day. Puzzle Day. Yeah, so we, all kinds of puzzles out there. Just, you get home from work after you've, you know, you've had a fun day the day before. So it's back to the <laughs> grind on Wednesday. There's It's no fun work day, Wednesday. So when you get home, you need to relax. Try doing a puzzle. Uh, studies have found that actually if you do a, work a jigsaw, you actually work both the left and right side of your brain at the same time by doing a jigsaw. Wow. So, you could do a jigsaw, crossword, trivia, word search, or Sudoku. I think I said that right, or I could have butchered it completely. I don't even know how to do a Sudoku. 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 I think. <laughs> well, whatever that one is with all the boxes and numbers, you can yeah, do that. I'm... You can put sixes in there. <laughs> all sixes. All sixes. Plus they add up to nine. Yes. So, there you go. Puzzle day. I thought it was puzzled day. I'm like puzzled every day. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Well, on Thursday, the 30th, we have croissant day. It's national croissant day. Ooh. It's observed each year on the 30th of January. Croissants are a buttery, crescent-shaped roll that are crispy on the outside and soft on the inside. Legend surrounds this delicate pastry. <laughs> I don't know what legend. Wow. It didn't tell us the legend? It, it does. As oh. is often the case with... I was going to say, you just said, threw that out there, that's it, we're hanging? <laughs> well, I wanted to leave you... Yeah. i got to leave some suspense. I'm going to tell you the rest of this next week. <laughs> After these words, brought to you by... <laughs> brought to you by... Billsbury. Grand... Special K. Croissant. <laughs> yeah. Special K. Uh, so, yeah, legend surrounds this delicate pastry, as is often the case with a popular worldly treat. <laughs> What is known is that crescent-shaped breads have been found around the world for ages. One of these is the Kipferl, which originated in Austria as far back as the 13th century. This non-laminated bread is more like a roll. I didn't know you laminated bread. Either. It's, it's, I've been doing it all wrong. <laughs> I just baked my bread. We need to shellac that bread. It'd be hard to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich to it. Try it keeps sliding the, off. That could be done at fun at work day. Try to laminate your croissant. Run it through the <laughs> laminator. <laughs> Nothing will stick to my sandwich. Oh. The thing slides right off onto the floor. <laughs> Credit for the croissant we know today is given to an Austra oh, no, not Australian, Austrian military officer, August Zang. In 1939, he opened a Viennese bakery in Paris, introducing France to the Viennese baking technique. Zang, that's a good croissant. <laughs> The key to a perfect croissant is laminating the dough. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> laminating the dough is a process by which butter is folded into the mixture, creating multiple thin layers of butter and dough. This, the result, is a mouth-watering, flaky crust and airy body. I do like a croissant, but not I do nowhere too. near as the person who was writing that thing. And you probably got more information about a croissant. I ever needed. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say croissant I, day. I, I like croissants. When I read these, it's like, who 
notated this? You know, uh, I don't know. Anyways. Yeah. We need more croissant facts. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, today was the, well, this was what, 1939? We the editor's up, trying to test off about, let's shorten that. No, we need all of this about the croissant. Yeah. This is all vital information. Yeah, we must have it. Okay. <laughs> that is cutting edge reporting there. <laughs> all right. Okay, that's the all croissant. Right. Well, Friday, the 31st of January, Yad Drakab. Actually, it's backward day. Ah. Backward day. So Again, every day. Get out there, reverse your direction. Do some things backwards. Maybe wear your shirt backwards. <laughs> Did you know that Da Vinci, Leonardo Da Vinci, wrote backwards? He wrote from right to left, and his letters were also backwards. Huh. I don't know why he did it. It did not say that. He's very eccentric. <laughs> he was. Uh, so you guys can not try right backwards or... You know, do all kind of walk backwards even. I wouldn't walk backwards close to the road, but you can try walking backwards. But it is backwards day, January 31st. All right. Well, into the new month on Saturday, February 1st, is National Get Up Day. Uh, Get up! Get on (laughs) up! James Brown favorite day. It was my parents' favorite day when I was a kid growing up. Get up! Get up! Get out of bed! So, February 1st marks the official end of... National Skating Month. I hope you didn't miss that. I did. January. When rinks across the country bring communities together to experience the joys and benefits of skating. Was this written in 1982? (laughs) Because I I don't think skating rinks are. They're still around, but they're nowhere in their heyday. Yeah, all skate. (laughs) We'll do the hokey pokey. We're going to turn the lights off now and do couple skate. (laughs) One of the first lessons every figure skater learns is how to fall and get and to get back up. Isn't that kind of natural? How, well, uh-huh. Yeah, how do you learn? If I if I didn't get back up, I would just lay there forever. <laughs> and then this would be That's natural. an incredible skater. He got back up after he fell. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, according to that, I could have been a wonderful, great skater. Yeah, I guess you could have been. But this day isn't about just skating. Today also celebrates National Get Up Day. The day gives everyone an opportunity to share inspiring stories of perseverance by picking ourselves up when we've fallen. It's about celebrating that get-up spirit that applies to every aspect of life and inspiring others through stories, pictures, videos, and social media. Boy, you going to do all that on that day? <laughs> Bring all your pictures to work. <laughs> I'm exhausted after this day. Yeah, get up if you stumble. You never know when your effort to seek a goal of, or overcome an obstacle will encourage another to do the same. So wow. That's, so that's get-up day. <laughs> Get up day. A lot to do that day. Get get together your social media, your pictures, the, you know, all that stuff. Whoever is writing these is super passionate about everything. <laughs> they like holidays. They like everything. <laughs> this is the greatest bottle of water I have ever had. It's so wet and I'm going to make it nice. National water day. <laughs> made from this wonderful plastic that's been recycled so it doesn't kill animals. Like, jeez, calm down, buddy. It's a glass of water. <laughs> you really like calendars, don't you? <laughs> All right, well, Sunday, 2nd of February, is Groundhog Day. Yes, Bonksatani Phil. Sunday, the 2nd of February, is Groundhog <laughs> Day. Oh, that's a, if anybody has seen the movie Groundhog Day, that was a, an homage, a reference, if you will, yep. to that movie. I kind of like that uh, movie. I got to be honest with you, the very first time I saw it, I wasn't so, I was like, eh. Then the more I watched it, the more I have enjoyed it. Did you uh, see it like every day? <laughs> yeah, it felt like it. So, but uh, yeah, it's Groundhog Day when the groundhog comes out, and if he sees his shadow, 
I think it's six more weeks of winter. Six more I weeks can never remember which one for sure. If he yep. doesn't, he goes back into the ground. So hopefully he doesn't see his shadow. Way to celebrate it is I'd go out and rent Groundhog's Day with Bill Murray. There you go. Good movie. Yeah. Very good movie. Kind of funny. The yeah. teaches a lesson at the end there. Yep. But that's all I got. You know, it's so stupid, really. You think about it. I guess we're not oh, done yet. The groundhog, Sorry. the groundhog pops out and sees his shadow. It's like... Who was the first one did it? Uh-oh, groundhog saw his shadow. We got more winter. Uh, Bill, I think you've been drinking again. <laughs> I think I'm getting slap happy. It's like... Because it's like, yeah, it just... Some of the traditions we come up with are very strange. I think we'll delve into that in an upcoming episode. Yeah. I think Weird, a lot of times alcohol is involved. I think so. Look at that form or another. <laughs> he saw an old groundhog. <laughs> I think he saw a shadow. <laughs> yeah. You know what that means? N- nothing. Nope, more winter. And how do they know if the groundhog really sees its shadow? What does it do? Does it let it them know? It. Hey, I saw a shadow. <laughs> it runs back in its hole. Hey, groundhog, you're a six. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So, anyway, I think that wraps it up. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> well, we're trying to wrap it up. Uh, we hope everybody enjoyed the show. And remember... We think of all of our listeners as sixes. That's right. Even if you're a four. Or a ten. So (laughs) you're all sixes in our heart. So remember that and remember to tune in in one week. Until then, hope everybody has a good week and we will see ya. See ya. Well, that's the show. Thanks again for listening to It's Funny That Makes It Okay. Be sure to join us next week for a break from the mundane. Please rate, review, and share our podcast. Feel free to send comments to it's funny at comic.com. Remember, if you see or do something that's a little questionable, as long as it's funny, that makes it okay. <laughs>